podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is a View from the Bridge official podcast of the Belfast Giants for KingdomOfTheGiants.com. Today's Tuesday, the 27th of February, 2024. Uh, my name is Patrick Smith. We're live, as always, on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and you can download us on Apple Podcasts and all that sort of stuff. Um, on this week's show, it will be a shorter show than normal. Uh, we will look at the Fife and Nottingham games at the weekend, and we'll be joined by Kohei Sato, following his hat-trick over the Flyers. Um, Davey and Simon are with me, but this show sadly begins with a speaking of the untimely uh, and tragic death of Dale Keane at age only 33. Uh, Keane had been an integral part of the Coventry Blaze setup uh, since 2018 and also worked closely with Martin Grubb on the GB Under-20 bench. His death comes as a shock to all the Blaze and the wider elite league. Um, in a year for this league, in a year for this league, with so much sadness, this tragedy comes as another blow as the Skydome and the league lose one of the great characters among us. Um, of course, here at A View from the Bridge, we'd like to show our heartfelt prayers and condolences to Kino's family, friends and colleagues at this sad time. Uh, the Blaze and the league have put forward contact de- details for people struggling with grief. And also for those who have worries about mental health, we'll share those also. Please reach out if you need. Um, personally, I only ever really spoke with Kino once about a year ago, but um, once I worked out what it was he was saying behind that accent, it was easy to see the passion for the sport that we, uh, the passion he had for the sport that we all share our love of. Um, to pay tribute to him further, we are delighted to be joined by uh, Scott Finlay of the 3 and 3 podcast and the Coventry Blaze. How are you doing, Scott? Yeah, well, not too bad, uh, considering. So, yeah, awful, awful news. Tell us about Keanu, Uh Infectious character. Well, I first met Keanu, I was introduced to him uh, outside the rink, and um, he found out that I'm from Scottish heritage. My dad lived only 30 miles from where he grew up, and he, he also found out that I'm a follower of Celtic. Sorry, Davey. Um, but that got a relationship that hit off with each other and um i could walk be walking to the rink i mean you can't see him because he's a small man i could would just hear him on the hoops or just shout at me and then we would just have conversations about anything really uh the thing with kino is he he treated everyone the same whether you're a fan whether you're a player and you can tell by the outpouring of ex-players today that very rarely tweet or say anything, just they're all saying the same thing. He liked Danny as a player's coach and he cared deeply about everyone and every in every team and uh, 20 new guys a year. He he just spoke so well about the Blaze and got those guys integrated um, into the team. <sighs> he would sort anything out for the players as well. Um, one of my jobs a couple of years ago was to pick up the players um uh, from the airport and um take them to the rink and 
I took that as a bit of a responsibility because I'm the first face these, these guys see when they join the team. And I would always say, have you spoke to Dale yet? And like, no. And it was always interesting to see how they react when he started speaking because that accent is a harsh accent. I mean, I speak fluent. It is, uh, and he's just this five foot and change guy, ginger hair, just running around. And he's just onto the guy straight away. And he sets his tone out on how he wants to be as a coach and how he wants to be as a person. As I said, like, so approachable. With the Blaze, and it's one thing of being an advantage of a rink team is we are accessible to the fans and the players. And I mean, uh, and Keno took that on board. He was always wanting to talk to the fans. And I know you guys have struggled with fan base, some issues with that, but and you can't control that because of how big your fan base is. But we could, and Dale was just uh, the epitome of what it meant to be a Blaze person. And um, yeah. Difficult, especially like we, we said, you know, it's been a year. We feel it's been a year. Like you think about Alex Graham, Mike Hammond, and obviously yeah. Adam Johnson. It's just another blow that when we lose these guys. But one of the things is, and you're absolutely right. You you look on 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 the likes of social media, the amount of players from from your team. But then just you look at you know Spud Grub putting stuff up there. You know people, you know Taff, all these guys. How well respected. And loved he was not just in Coventry but right around the league. Yeah, and the the work he does with the the GV under twenties. I mean, you've got yeah. the the Hamill brothers, um, Cow and um, Mac, who have all played from under him, and that's the same throughout the league. We've all got all the youngsters that have Kino's personality coaching them, and that's why it affects the league so much as well. It's not just the Coventry Blaze that's affected by this. And these young lads have had a lot to go through this year with the losing of Alex as well and a teammate and the tragedy with Johnson. It's just been bloody awful. Dave, you, was it you and Taff you said spoke with, with uh, Keno just a few weeks ago? I've been fortunate over the last couple of months been hanging out with Taff a wee bit more away games since he broke his leg. Feeling <laughs> guilty enough about that to go and give him a hand and was up in... Um, Coventry just a number of weeks ago and we were around in the, the Coventry equipment room doing a wee job and chatting to their equipment guys and Keno and stuff and they were, as Scott's just mentioned them talking about the Hamels, talking about how Kel's doing, talking about how Mac's doing, other guys whose names I didn't even know who's from Belfast that he's got his eye on his love might well have been for the Coventry players and for hockey in this moment but his love for the development of young guys and girls coming through the systems he knows them all, he knows their game, he knows their tendencies. He seemed very analytical, which was, I find really interesting. You know, he knows how they're progressing, how they've done the past weekend, who's coming up for them this week. And it's just a real, it's another sickening loss to, you know, what's quite a tight-knit community. And you know, I can just only pass on condolences and sympathies. It's, it's to those affected by it, it's, it's just, it's really tragic news, Paddy, and... I know it's glib to say he'll leave a big hole, but it's 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 true. He, he, people don't realise how valued they are sometimes, and that's a lesson for us all to take to let people know how valued and that there's someone there for them should they need them. Simon, you know you know Spud pretty well. Did you did you know Keno? Hmm. 
I've met him a couple of times just behind the the uh, the echelons of the SSE arena in the pen. You know, guys walking past, getting in the locker room. I've said hello to him a few times. I, I, I don't profess to know him um, at all. And But again, just touching on, on what Scott said at the top of the show, it's, you know, you just have to look at the comments being made by so many people involved in hockey or have been involved in hockey over the years in the UK um, and how graciously and how everybody seems to be saying the same thing um, about how bubbly he was and, and you know, just basically such a good guy. And and, and Ice Hockey UK, um, and I don't mean that as the, the organisation, but Ice Hockey in the UK over this last 12, 14 months has had so many blows Um on and off the ice, it's just it's it's unbearable to think that you know this Saturday, this Friday and Saturday potentially, you know, he would have been standing behind that bench, and unfortunately, he's he's gone, and and it, it's terrible. It, it's just it's just horrendous, and you know, I, I know Spot of a play by Spot of Erndam Freese, and and you think about all the the great Scottish coaches, great Scottish players who've been out throughout the league. Not just in the elite league, but the lower leagues, and you know, you, you talk about the likes of Kirkcaldy, you talk like the likes of um, Dundee having great uh, junior development programs. I'm sure he was involved in that, um, basically growing up. And and you know, I was I was looking at uh, Toby Craig. Um, he posted a comment on him for 20 years as well, and um, it's it's just sad. It's just really sad. And again, my thoughts and, and my condolences go to the family and and the whole. Uh, ice hockey community again scott mentioned about the blaze and and the fans it's not just about the blaze um again he, he was involved in in so many different things and it's it's those moments and those messages that are carried forward to the likes of kevin morris posting today who's a player company a few years ago um you know i've seen ross venus commenting and mm-hmm. and all those guys that you don't get comments like that when you're a dick Correct. That's being honest. You just don't hundred percent. You know, when you when you're a good person, people say good things about you. Um, and uh, and I think again, it just goes to show, and, and you know, it, it just goes to show that that what's being said in the social media uh, world or metaverse today is, um, I think, it's very very fitting, and uh, it'll be very very sorely missed. You, that's it, Scott, isn't it? It's it, it's one of those things that you know, <laughs> you know, it he wasn't you know if you don't get those things said as to say as if you're a dick and that just goes he was a great character, well loved. You said but about that post from Russ, from Ross Venus getting a big hug, you know, just heartbreaking, just heartbreaking, man. Well, that was him and. Simon, you mentioned a few weeks ago, you know, when the, the player the Belfast players are getting some stick, and you you said like. I know these guys. It, it hurts a bit more when you say those sort of things. Yeah. Well, everyone knew Kino. Yeah. And the, the fan bases and all the players are, are really going to be reeling from this because he was just that the nice guy. Um, and, I mean, as the news broke overnight, and it's just, I mean, I try and be, I've always tried to be non, that non-emotional guy, but you, just, you had your little cry earlier and, that's how you need to deal with it and people do need to deal with it. And I, I was thankful how yeah. the Blaze and the league have shared what they need to share and it's okay to be upset by these things. You, Scott, you just you just mentioned about, you know, again, I, I we, we've had, we've, in the podcast, Dave and I talk about this all the time, um, about, you know, one not wanting to get stuck into a player who's still on your roster, 
yes, you might feel that they're not given a hundred percent, and yeah. and you, they basically they might be doing things wrong that you think you can do better, which isn't always the case. I, I work with these guys every single day, um, and you get you build rapport with them. Well, or you give it, you know, it's 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 one of those ones where there's there's so many people behind the scenes in a hockey club. Yes, I get it. Different sizes, and what I mean, we've got a a bench full of coaches right now. Um, and you know, when you when you look at the head coach, he's not there to be everybody's friend, but that's what the assistant coach does. Mm-hmm. The assistant coach glues that together. They basically bring those. If you know, if Danny's given a bit of abuse out, he's the one who goes and puts the arm around the shoulder and go, look, you know, this is where you need to during your ice time and, and dig in deep and, and do what you got to do. Um, and it's you know, it, it, it's gonna. It's, you just touched on it. It's gonna be a massive hole to fill for the Coventry Blaze. You know, I, I know Danny thought the world of him. Um, yeah. And, a, you know, you've he, seen that in, in a lot of the times that he was speaking about different things, you know, at the start of the season, about coaches and about players. And and you know how much effort and time it's involved in a professional organisation such as an ice hockey club in the UK. And everybody behind the scenes is pulling for the same, you know, this. But ultimately, all, we all want to win. That is that is the bottom line. Um, but you just don't know what's going on behind the scenes with people. Um, and Davey is probably the best at the way he puts this across on here because, again, sometimes I, I know I, my, I, I have a divided opinion on things, um, on certain things, but Davey always puts it 100% right. It's you Just be careful what you put on social media um, because you never know who's going to pick up on it, and it's important that you just be kind. That's the bottom line. Um and I'd love like there's a more poignant time to basically be kind than what it is today and in the next few days for the Coventry Blaze. It's as I said, it's absolutely horrendous uh, what's happened in the last twenty four hours and and the news broke and again it's uh he's gonna be a big big hole to fill for such a wee man. We spoke earlier, Scott, um I was saying about how we considering whether we would do the pod tonight. Uh, or not, and you were the one that convinced me that we should have went that we would go on ahead of it because your words, what you said to me was basically, you know, Kino loved this sport, he loved this game, he loved everything about it. He, you know, he slept, uh, breathed the whole thing, and the idea that anything would stop because of this, he would probably have a few words to say. And one of the difficult things, probably from the back of that as well, um, is. Friday and Saturday in Belfast, the the Coventry Blaze, I think, will most likely be travelling. And I think those games most likely will go ahead. So it's a few days that the guys will have to regroup, get themselves together and and attempt to play two games against the Belfast Giants. No doubt the Giants will have some fitting tribute to sort of to share at that time but uh, from your point of view you know it's it's going to be difficult you know for for um danny stewart and the boys to sort of get them together but it's it's for kino really Uh, i i think the players will want to play i spoke to a couple of them earlier and they said it's like it's, it's a sad time for all but these players they love they love dale and i think they they will want to play and it's a blessing in, a, in disguise that we have got the double header in Belfast, I think it would have been very hard to play the game at first at home. Uh, we do play next Wednesday against the Devils, but I mean, uh, the Giants organisation will be, be first class. I know how they will deal with it, so it'll be a good arena to go into and let the boys play. And 
I mean, they'll be they'll be fighting for him. Absolutely. Well, listen, mate, we really appreciate your time and you coming on and paying tribute. We I listened to your podcast, uh, the three on three podcast this morning, and obviously you did a bit of an edit, so saying this similar things, and you'll pay tribute to him on the next show. So we'll tune in for that. And uh yeah, so condolences definitely go to everybody at the Blaze, the the Kino's family, friends, and nice and um thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Scott. Big thanks to, to Scott for for joining us. Um, we had this when we had this when we paid tribute to, to Adam Johnson um, back in uh, November uh, when we came back after that and, and how difficult and you feel a little bit it's strange when you try to push ahead, but we will um, we will push ahead and discuss the games at the weekend. Um, Bit of a mixed weekend, bit of a mixed weekend, a mixed weekend for the Belfast Giants. Um, we'll start off with the game that took place on Saturday night at the SSE Arena against the Five Flyers, a 7-4 win for the Belfast Giants. Those seven goals, Travis Brown with the opener, Daniel Tedesco, Kohei Sato, who will join us in a few minutes uh, with two, then Tedesco again, David Goodwin and Kohei Sato rounding out a hat-trick, not just a regular hat-trick, but a Gordie Howe hat-trick at that, um, for the five flowers, the goals are scored by uh, Timo Pukinen, Ericsson, Pavlovs, and is it, is it Giles or Gillies? Giles. Giles. I'm, just, I'm overcomplicating that, aren't I? Uh, Tyler Beskarani, <laughs> and that's 14 shots on four goals against. Um, Dominic Salama, and that's uh, 36 shots against seven against seven goals against. I laugh because we interviewed Shane Owen th- and had a conversation about how he felt about coming and playing back in Belfast this weekend. He didn't play. Um, referees were Vitas Lukasovicius and Stephen Matthews. It was Cowboy Night, um, Davey. Um, I'll bring Kohei Sato in in just a moment, but uh, your thoughts on, on how the Giants performed? Uh, it's never a bad night when you score seven goals. Obviously, we, we came out to that. You know, we, we were actually quite good from the start, and we've, we've gone on the power play and conceded a short-handed goal, which we talked about last week. Has been a little bit of Achilles' heel. We've we've conceded quite a. Not, I'm not going to say quite a few. It's three or four short-handed goals, but we've given up a lot of chances on the power play. It's actually quite unlucky because Besco plays it quite well and hits the post and comes back and skates him and and goes in off his skates and, and I think this might even be it here now just off, off the right po- or off the left post off his skating in puts his but but look we'll go back on Brian he does what Brian should be doing when he's playing forward just going and parking himself at the top of the crease and uh, going after his own rebound to make it one each and then you know the Kohei Sato show Kohei was buzzing about there all night and he obviously throws down the mitts and gets a bit of Gets the crowd in it, and that's that's very important as well. Whenever you've got a big crowd in there, and you know maybe the the, the puck's just not going in the net the way you want it to, you got to do find something else to get the crowd engaged. And it was off the camera, and we're banging. Turn the camera around, turn the camera around. But eventually, turn the camera around. A good spurted bite. So lovely to see Kohei doing that as well. That's that's an important part of anybody's game. I think something that's ever so slightly leaving the game and. Something us old fossils love to see, don't we, Simon? They absolutely love to see a bit of fisty cuffs. And, you know, tell, tell me, Simon, how many people were sitting down at the end of the fight? You know what I mean? So it's, it's that that kind of thing engages people as much as a goal. So all for that. But, you know, across the night, I thought we were pretty dominant. Obviously, a bit loosey-goosey at the back, as Derek Walser would say. You know, you don't want to be throwing up those four goals. But overall, like, 
it was the highlight of the weekend, you know. And, and as you say, the Gordie High hat trick and a hat trick. And I know Simon asked earlier, Besco said, has there been another one? And I just haven't had time this week to look into it. Those are such a rarity. Yeah, the only one I can remember, I'm pretty sure he had a Bastille again, and, and you know, mm. Freddie will do you. Um, oh, well, Theo on his, on, his, on his very first game, yeah. First yeah. Game. He had three plus, three, plus, three plus four on a fight, but I have got a list of every hat trick that's ever been scored by the organisation, so it'll not take too long just to flick down it and compare it with dates of fights. And, you know, it'll be something I'll do and let Kohei know whether he's joined the elite club with Theo Fleury and himself. It'd be a nice club to be in, wouldn't it? <laughs> the um, the, the what? What? Uh, sorry, we'll come. Like I say, we'll come to Kohei and we'll bring him in just a moment. But two things says one, Tedesco's goal, an absolute beauty. But also the third goal we scored was brilliantly worked. Who scored the third one? The third one was scored by Kohei Sato. His first, his first goal. Yeah, no, Roach, Roach McIntyre, Kohei Sato. Yeah, no, it was a great move as well. Look again, you, you you sort of when you when you're winning, you just want to. Here's the, the the scrap now. You know, I'm a bit concerned about him. Maybe he should start using his left, and I'll have a chat with him here in a few minutes. But um, <laughs> you know what? That that's look. He Pato's a big boy. <laughs> he make no mm-hmm. mistake about it. You know, and and I asked Kohei after the game, and and uh, it, you know he said he, he you know the shift or a couple of shifts before that. You know, he led uh, Pato led a big hit on Laker over at the wall and uh, just beside their bench. Um, but I don't know if anybody picked up on this. I know there was a one. I've seen one or two on Twitter. Did you see the uh, Adam Keefe toss of the elbow pad? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, love you know, it. I haven't seen that for a while. Um, and uh, Kohei, there's a swing and a miss there. But I, I thought he did. Great. It's one, you know, that make no mistake about it. You know, he got new skates and all last week. You can see all the the new wheels that he. You know, we all know he's got speed to burn. Um, and it was great to see him getting rewarded uh, with a bucket load of ice time on, you know, those three goals. And and obviously, they got an assist as well. So, uh, but the Gordie hat tricks are very, very hard to come by. I remember asking Mark Cooper when he came on at the second period. Um, you know, he's, he's only, he's got two thirds of the, the uh, Gordie Howe hat trick done. And Mark Cooper says, yeah, but he's got to get a goal. It's the harder part. The hardest part is to score a goal. Next shift, he scores a goal, um, and it comes up with three. So three. Yeah. It's, he did, he did, uh, did fantastically. But I thought it was a really good team performance. Defensively, we're still, you know, we're, we're still giving up too many, too many goals. Obviously, that led into to uh, Sunday and um, made simple mistakes. But look at you just when if we take the chances that go our way, then with none that we're hit by. But right now, we're not getting those chances on an awful uh, regular basis and and we're not taking those chances but there's that goal from from Teddy what a finish I mean that's a little toe drag around the defenseman it's a great move and again you know we'll move into uh, the Sunday game but some really good play um, you know the goal from Sats on on his first goal um, and I thought his third goal again a little bit of luck going his way but you take that all day long you get a hat trick and and, uh, on Cowboy Night and um, I know Jeff Baum Senior had uh, a special present made for for both Manila matches on top of the the normal uh, Jan's Basalt Rock Gin. Um, it was a, bo- a, belt a, a belt buckle. Yeah, he showed he showed he showed it to us. Well, he showed it to us on uh, during the uh, during the third period. Lovely yeah. piece, lovely little piece of kit that he that, that he had made there for the for the Manila match. Lovely. Kohei's probably a happy birthday. Happy birthday to him. Absolutely, Kohei's probably got a wrap around his pajamas now. 
Um, he'll not be he'll not be taking it off anytime soon. But yeah, great to see. And again, you know, right at the very end, um, when all his teammates engulfed him after he walked away from from getting his man of the match uh, award, that just goes to show that you know everybody was in for it on Saturday night, and uh, and it was great to see. Let's get the uh, let's get the post game from the coaches, and then come straight back with Kohei Sato. Yeah, certainly uh, too much given up on that front. Um, but overall, for you know specifically the power play one, I mean that's an an area that we just need to do better at. We need to have a, a defensive mindset first, um, and then an offensive mindset second. Even on the power play, you know it's the same as five on five. But uh, I thought that uh, you know, for for the majority of that game, we were, we were pretty solid. You know, it was good energy on the bench. I thought everybody. Had a fairly good game. I thought some guys had some standout performances, and I know that kind of put us over the top on a you know kind of a cool night and a cowboy night for for Jeff Baum Jr. and Jeff Baum Sr. Um, I thought it was a great ending for it. You know, we scored that fourth one to get within five five to four, and uh, when we did that, you know, I think there was a bit of spark on our bench, but we went out there the next shift. We turn the puck over, they put it in the net, and, you know, now you're two goals down with less than seven or eight minutes to go. And that kind of took the wind out of our sails. But we, uh, I think the first, you know, the first two periods uh, into the halfway mark of the third was an entertaining game. We've not, we we fought hard. I don't believe that it was our best, our best game. It wasn't. Um, anytime you give up seven goals, it's not one of your, it's not a, Great game last night. We played Manchester. I thought we deserved a better fate than a one-one point. We, uh, you know, we I believe that we we controlled the play, and we deserve and we, you know, and on most nights we get two points. But their goalie played great, and then uh, you know we're up to six thirty. I got lots of excuses tonight. <laughs> you know, we're up up. Uh, we're coming in here. We're playing a team that's fresh, waiting for us. Not easy. But uh, that's that's life. Tom Cullen unexpectedly with the travel excuse. That's not like him. Um, the highlights from this game are from uh, Giants TV. Let's bring in the uh, the hat trick hero, the Gordy Howe hat trick hero, the Cowboy hat trick hero, Kohei Sato. Sure Hi, buddy. Oh, Hi, guys. Wonderful, oh. wonderful, ninety degrees. Perfect. Perfect. Do you, first of all, do you have the belt buckle? I do. He's got it on. Let's see it. For my pajamas. Look at that. Look <laughs> at that. It's a lovely piece of kit. That lovely piece of kit. When we when we handed it over to um, Timo Pulkinen for the uh, for the away team man of the match, he, he didn't realize he got to keep it um, because I'm, I'm pretty sure there's nobody else around the league that actually gives. Man of the match, um, but exactly. they get a bottle of gin and, uh, and obviously that belt buckle, which is a one off, so it's um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. So, what got into you on Saturday? What you know, did you well, Gordy Howe hat trick, hat trick, just pff, all for fun? New Wales, uh, was it the yeah. New Wales? <laughs> Honestly, it just kind of happened, uh, to be honest. Uh, I mean, as you guys know, like I just bring, I try to bring the energy. And, you know, I got that uh, Brownie's first goal. I drove that deep, gave it to Poundy. Uh, great quick shot by him and great tip by Brownie. And 
you know, that got me going. You know, it's any anytime you uh, get on the score sheet early, it's, you know, your blood starts flowing and, you know, you start feeling good. And then, you know, uh, Sopoto hit Laker from behind, uh, thought it was dirty. I mean, anytime you see people's back, you don't go just barge at him. Uh, and then, you know, next shift that he was out, I told him, you know, you're going to have to pay for that. And, you know, he, he's, he goes, I know. And I, I, and I asked him to go and he goes, you're not, you're not serious. Are you, you're not a fighter. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. I'm not a fighter, but you know, I gotta, you know, Kiefer was talking about before the game, you know, if you're not scoring goals, add value. And I haven't been scoring goals and I've been trying, but you know, haven't had the luck. So, um, um yeah you know just trying to get myself going uh get the crowd into it and you know i thought i did that and um didn't know he was a lefty <laughs> uh he switched up on me real quick when i grabbed him um so that uppercut came from nowhere from the, the basement but uh <laughs> you know i thought i held myself in there um my first uh pro fight um trying to get the boys going try to get the crowd going and then after that, it was kind of history. Um, Rochi gave me a really nice feed up the ice and, you know, just had to tap it in. Uh, that got me started. And second and third goal, I thought it was really, really lucky. I was actually trying to uh, make a pass through a friendy in the back door and just, you know, just happened to go in. And third one, I was just kind of feeling good. Um, thought I'd go in between the legs and hope for the best. And... You know, got the help by uh, their their defenseman stick, and it went in. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't really thinking about Gordy Howe or Hattrick or anything like that. Just trying to play the play the game the right way and hope for the best. So, yeah, uh, I'm glad it happened, and I'll move on to the next. Hey, Cole, can't get the ask, man. Can't get the ask. <laughs> Still working Never on the Japanese. It. Never feels oh, um, in you, you talk about igniting yourself and the crowd having that fight. I think actually, and was it in preseason you had a, yeah, it wasn't so much a fight, but you picked on was it Dyson Stevenson or somebody as well. You picked the big boys. You don't go for yeah. me, so we'll, we'll give credit there. But that that fight, and then obviously getting that first one, getting the assist, and then getting the first one. That's just got you going a wee bit. Get the wheels going. Uh yeah, I mean. Just actually, um, one of the meetings about with Kiefer, um, maybe a few weeks ago, I had a talk with him and he, you know, he's just like, he was just talking about my game and bringing the energy and stuff like that. Um, you know, he was talking about back in his days when he got a fight early in the game that kind of got him going and everything. And, you know, last, last couple of games or a few games, I haven't been able to contribute as much as I like to. So, you know, I said, why not? And, you know, I got the, I got the big boy in Glasgow. So I, why, I was like, why not uh, pick on did, a big boy in five? So did, did you yeah, know about the elbow pad? To- did you know the elbow pad <laughs> toss or was that just, did that just happen? Uh, I knew about uh, the elbow pad toss. Uh, I was actually watching uh, a couple of his uh, fight highlights. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, I just noticed something that he was doing. Um, but 
So I, I actually knew that he, he did that back in his day. And, you know, why not try to get the crowd going with my elbow pad toss? And, you know, I didn't, I don't know if Kiefer loved it or not, but, uh, the ice time went up, so I think it might have been appreciated. <laughs> but um, and, 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 and on the wiki, Aramir Jagger's numbers retired in Pittsburgh. Yeah, little salute to the crowd as well. Any connection there? Uh, not really. Just uh, we we were actually talking about uh, you know if we anyone scored, you know what what would be the cool Sally to do on a cowboy night and. That just came onto my mind, and you know, nothing, nothing particular about that salute. I mean, it would be cool to say that I, you know, I did that for Yagers and Yagers retirement uh, or re- retired jersey, but uh, it just kind of happened, and you know, I was just in the moment, and that just came out. Cool. I want to take it to, to um, plan for Japan. Obviously, you were away there a couple of weeks ago. Um, managed to get a couple of goals, help your team, and. And progress into the next round uh but how do you think your chances are going to be against gb um with the potential of a, a dangling card to play in the olympics uh you know i mean when i when i saw the news about uh belarus not being able to make it um and then we got to be in in gb denmark and norway group uh i was really excited honestly um you know just familiar faces it's always nice to play um against you boys and you know uh, i'm going to play against teddy in the world championship as well and you know i i'm i'm really excited uh we actually played gb last year uh in, during the national break uh down in um, milton Keynes, and we we put up a fight we lost three nil but uh, we still put up a fight and we were still missing guys uh, so I think we we have a decent chance. I mean, they're they're in a, obviously top division, so they're and they're ranked higher than us. So we're, we're, us coming in as a underdog, it's going to be a tough tough tournament. But you know, just trying to focus one game at a time. And I know I know the tendency of the guys that at least are on our team. So um, trying to get you know trying to put up a fight and hope for the best. You're uh, obviously we've got a, two big games this weekend against the Coventry Blaze, but up tomorrow night, which I absolutely just keep forgetting about all the bloody time. <laughs> Dundee, um, I honestly was about to go into let's go looking forward to the weekend. Um, Dundee tomorrow night. Um, I know the boys were on the ice today. Uh, I'm getting ready for for a tough game against Dundee. They've they've been solid this year. They've come up with a couple of results against us as well. Um, but how was training today? Looking forward to um Wednesday's game uh training was good uh just trying to get uh blood flowing uh from the traveling and the you know half a day off um you know nothing nothing too special it was a light light day at the office uh but yeah uh we obviously you know they took it to us a couple times in Dundee and you know they they got a pretty good team over there and you know anytime we get to play against a team that you know has beaten you or you know put a couple guys in the ir it's you know something special so um you know we're looking forward to put up a fight uh, against them and i'm you know, just trying to try to play a game and you know i think i think we you can expect us to uh, have a little bit of fight back from from nottingham game um so 
I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, I'm not really, you know, trying to focus on commentary games yet, but um, just take it one game at a time and trying to, trying to put up a good uh, performance in front of the crowd and, you know, um, get the two points. One last question. What are you going to do with that belt buckle? I'm going to have to go get a belt first. Uh, That's a good first. idea. Such a good yeah, idea, yeah. Uh, you can't really yeah. can't use the yellow use those little <laughs> Just yeah. I'd walk around. I just I'd yeah, walk around with it all just like wearing it for the rest of the season. Just the rest yeah, of the season, maybe. just every time you turn up, just always maybe I'll never just take it off. Where where are we here? <laughs> <laughs> here? Just to make sure everybody sees it every so often. Yeah, oh yeah. Nice one. Well listen, mate. Well done on Saturday. Great game and um good luck down the stretch. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Big thanks to Kohei Sato and uh, well done to him on his uh, on his hat trick um, and his Gordie High on top of that. Um, unfortunately, gents, we now have to move on to what happened in the NIC on Sunday. Um, the Belfast Giants took on the Nottingham Panthers were subject to a 5-1 defeat. <laughs> the Panthers yeah, goals right. coming from what? you got to get my notes. Gotta get my notes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Panthers goals coming from what? LeMay. Uh, Logan Nielsen, LeMay again, and Luciani. The only goal for the Belfast Giants came from Blake Spears. Um, Tyler Beskarani was only in nets for 20 minutes. Uh, he had 12 shots on, three goals against, and he was pulled. Jackson Whistle came in, had 10 shots on, and two goals against for the 40 remaining minutes. Rox Stavanovic, 44 goal, shots on, one goal against. Refs for Andy Dalton, Joe Sewell. Says, I don't know where to start with this. Um, we outshot them by double. We lost 5 1. Yeah. Um, massively tough day now at the office. I mean, when you look at the end stats, it's, it's ridiculous because I think it said something like 1.5 goals expected by the Nottingham Panthers and 3.5 goals accepted by, their, by the Belfast Giants. We absolutely dominated a lot of that game. But when you just the execution, the, the shots are, you know, don't get me wrong, Stoyanovitz come up with a couple of good saves, but we've got to be scoring those. I mean, there's enough. There's there's so many chances you just have to be scoring. And you know, again, Besco, um, he'll be tough on himself over that, and doesn't need me to, to basically say anything about you know the, the you know he should be making a couple of those saves. But it's been it's been a tough tough. We just cannot seem to get a run of games going where we can build momentum. I mean, after. You, you just sort of come out after Saturday night and you're going, well, you know what, That's you're feeling good, let's go into Nottingham here. They get pumped last night. You knew there was going to be a reaction from uh, the, the Nottingham Panthers. Was it 9-3 nine, nine, or 9-2 nine, or something? Yeah. Before? You know, it would take an idiot not to say that the Panthers were going to be well up for that game the next day. And they, I mean, they started very, very fast. They got three goals, one on the power play. Um, but, you know, we need to be better. And and defensively, we were with so many simple mistakes and it's happening all the time these guys again they, they, they sometimes they just roll off the end of the stick i mean we, we actually made a mistake on saturday night davy's trying to come out of the corner catches up in one of the broken stick or a stick that's land on the ice and we just couldn't get hold of it. it's poked free um and uh johan erickson puts it past besco on saturday evening but sunday again you know it it's it, it was just a free-for-all for them with the shots that they were getting through, and we, we make when we make mistakes, we're getting pen, or punished, and that's not what we're doing. Going the other way, when they're making mistakes, 
we're letting them off with it. They're they're one way, you know, they can say that they're they're getting lucky bounces, but you know, it, it's it's been the story of our season. We just cannot seem to get on a run of games where we're picking up, you know, the wins and it. it's very, very frustrating. David, I saw you put it on um, social media as well, but I, I thought I agreed with you that there were large chunks of this game where we were dominant. Like we were strong, we were good for it, but it just wasn't finishing. My favorite thing, talking about a defeat to the Panthers. Um, I actually <laughs> thought we, we, we actually started really brightly. First, I don't know, it's a very small chunk of the game, um, two, three minutes. Was all on the Panthers' end. Panthers' first first foray in the our defensive zone um, was their first shot and goal. Was their their first goal, um, and we're actually pretty well set offensively, five on five defensively. Even Adam had talked on Saturday night as well about you know defense being your first port of offense, and 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 we were well set, and and they break, and there's just like a little miscommunication between the two D men. Both kind of get dragged the puck, and it leaves the the right wing open. He goes in and. Hit pause there a minute because we want to talk about that fight in a wee minute. Hang on, I got that. Um, we'll come back to that. Um, second on the power play, Simon's talking about Besco there. I think probably only the power play one he can really be disappointed with himself. The third one's kind of like Simon's talked about it, he talks about it on the webcast all the time. We, we've been conceding goals at bad times, early goals, and late goals in periods. And I guess if we go in at the end of the first 2 0. It's a slightly different game. We can see that third one. It really slants the the ice. We've came out and I thought we didn't do well in the first period. We were very perimeter. We didn't get any shots worth talking about. I think like we say with double doubled whatever their their shot was was a forty to sixteen or something. We had shot them, but like in the first period, if with five shots, I can't remember off the top of my head the stats now. But three, four, five shots maybe in Stalinovich in the first were very primer. Second, we dominated. It was one of those we've been very, very good in the second period, but we're not converting enough chances. And at three one with a, an opportunity or two to go to three two, and all of a sudden that um, mentality that the Panthers have had when they start to get clawed back, they've they've folded in a few games. It goes to three two. Maybe they go in the locker room and they're like, oh, this team's coming back at us. And instead, it goes to four one. We don't get that second goal. They score, and then it's kind of good night, Irene. And there wasn't really a big enough pushback in the third period. It was maybe just too much, too, too big a mountain. We left ourselves to climb there. We 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 huffed and we puffed, but we couldn't, you know, blow the house down in the in the third period. Unfortunately, and they've obviously went and got another goal then. But you know, overall, at this stage of the season, what are what are our aims, you know, we, we've talked about this before. It's about trying to get fit and healthy. It's it's actually now about ticking games off as well. Uh, of course, you want to win them all, and you you have to find positives and and you have to look at negatives as well. Uh, I, games are sixty minutes long, and I would say thirty minutes that game against the Panthers were really really good, but that's not enough in this league. And and unfortunately, we made those little mental mistakes and those little defensive mistakes at bad times. We're conceding, we're, we're conceding bad goals at bad times, I guess, is the is the negative. The positive is we're creating lots. A negative on that would be we're not converting lots. Um, some players are hot on a Saturday night and, and, and cold on a Sunday night. I thought they played our top that... nine very well on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, Goody Lake and, and Tedesco couldn't really get very much going on, on Sunday night at all. They worked hard. Like I'll, gi- I'll give that roster. I thought we, we put a shift in. Just didn't have... 
and of like those great airs that we were producing, you gotta convert them. It's just it is what it is. You know, we had opportunities down low. We <laughs> XGs don't lie. They like score score lines lie. XGs don't lie. We should we we should have we should have won that game. We didn't. So that's that's one for the coaches to take and the players to take in the practice this week and and try and turn around double header at home. It's like it's like Simon says. You know, we struggle to get these these this sort of run of games together. This sort of momentum, this confidence that just pushes on next. Because even even after that five game, I was chatting to my brother and and and, um, and Mark Brooks and a couple, and they were saying, you know, they said that's a great win against Fife, and we're going into Nottingham tomorrow. And even then, I was like, we struggle on the Sunday. We struggle getting this sort of thing. We struggle getting this forward. But and so it seemed. You, you you've paused it. Sorry, go on. Oh, sorry. That's a, you know, I, I'm not going back. I'm not going to use injuries again. What I'll say is we're playing with eight D-men, two of them playing yeah. centres. Now, um, two very capable guys, but they're not forwards. Uh, and that no. then doesn't lead to chemistry in lines. We've got that top line that's it's going quite well. Um, you know, Brian and Curdy aren't forwards, though Brian he's came up with a couple of goals or three goals over the last few weekends, few weeks. That's going to affect you. So what what I'm saying about what we've got to try and be doing now, we've got, you know, have one game in February left, and then we're into March, which is the yeah. you know the last month of the season before we have playoffs. We've got to get those bodies, Prince Nazari and Cooper. We're we need those forwards back. That that's a <laughs> what a line that is. By the way, sitting watching, you know, it would be a line that would be fitting of any team in this league. So you know that that kind of those guys sitting hurts us. And and while those D men playing up front are doing everything they can do, you can it's the next man up mentality that's talked about a whole lot within the organization. They're not forwards. Their job uh, both of them, I uh, love forwards, D men love playing forward, both of them would prefer to be behind the blue line doing their job, you know, in the role they were employed to do. So um it's a frustrating time to be a giant at the minute, but hey, you gotta just gotta keep going to work every day and hope that you know, these other guys get fit and we'll get a fully fit roster going in towards the tail end of it. Simon Kitchen, D-men love playing forward. I love playing forward. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. good goals. But then, but when, when we're put in the position, I think Dave's absolutely right. When, you know, when you've got Cooper, and Prince, Nazarian all watching from the box, it just doesn't help our cause. No, it really doesn't. I mean, lucky enough for us to say we're I think a couple of a couple of guys are getting closer to to um back in the lineup. It's uh, it's obviously you know it's been a it's been a nightmare of a year injury wise. It's just been horrendous. Um, but again, you know your other guys are getting opportunities, and some are taking them, some aren't. And um, you know Travis Brown, <laughs> did we just touched on it there. You know, I thought Travis Brown's been been decent the last few weeks of of, of you know making the step up and. And you talk about you know Kieran Long last year, the opportunities he had to drop back and play D, and um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought that uh, you know Travis has been doing doing okay, and, and unfortunately, um, as I say we just we just cannot find the net on a regular appearance. I mean, there's Jacob Friend, you know, punching someone in the back of the helmet, which is never comfortable, but um, it's uh, it's um, yeah, it's it, it's been a difficult difficult season, but. We just need to find that little bit of consistency and try and get some momentum going, you know, and it starts tomorrow night again. It's, you know, hopefully we're all ready to go after a disappointing Sunday in Nottingham 
and uh, we, you know, we turn up and, and and start putting a couple of goals behind Kevin Carr. Machine is going to play tomorrow night and uh, start getting going. Dave, you'd, you'd pause that fight again between Friend and and, and Felix Parry. Why? Just because we hadn't, we were talking about you know the early precursor to oh, okay. the, the start of the game. I'd only paused it so we could get over. But again, that's we'll come out in the second period. It's three 0 There, 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 there hasn't been much has happened there. I think that's probably a, a family thing. Friend trying to spark a, a little bit of the guys to get them going, uh, and it's certainly dead. I thought, as I said, that like our our first goal is identical to their second goal. It's the pass from the high slot into the circle, and and the one timer on the par play, and. You know, from then and, and Matt McLeod had opportunities. He he skated through centre ice, one coast to coast that you know would have been, might have been one of the best goals you've ever seen. Um, this might be a team. There it is. Um, it is. And 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 still obviously gets a stick on it. But you know, we had opportunities, and that's a really really good save from Soyanovic. Great angle here on it, where he just gets off that left skate to get across. Kick. You know, those are the opportunities. And listen. Guy sitting in his bedroom criticizing pro athletes. Those are the ones that have to go in the net, you know. For for that's podcasting, you know, mate. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, I, I don't think anybody's going to be too upset about me saying, you know, those those opportunities to win games and then they go down the ice and unfortunately, you know, they, they go down and make it four one instead of three two, and it's it's it was deflating. I was I was up. The two o'clock in the morning watching that game back on Sunday night and that's like it would have give you insomnia but just so disappointed you know we've, we've, we've let's just move on we've talked about this for months and months and months it's the same frailties that are are reappearing you know we're out chancing we're out opportunity more opportunities another team it's not converting and it's just we just need that little spark coming down the stretch here one of those seasons, mate. One of those seasons. Let's get the um. Let's get the uh, the. Uh, let's get the opinions of the head coaches afterwards. Yeah, uh, character. Uh, good answer. Great answer regarding yesterday. Um, no, the guys was a bit more focused and more positive, and uh, that's helped to to give us the little push, the little extra. Uh, on the legs, on the on the skate, and the, on the smart play. So, yeah, uh, I mean, the first goal helped us to brace because the first three minutes we we spent them in our D zone, uh, and at the same time we scored the first on the, a bit against the the puck position. And that's helped us to have a breath, and then we scored the second one in PP, and uh, the third one on our four check. So, no, that's good. And then we we kill many many punition, many 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 punition, and I guess the guys do a a good job on PK. So then Timmy Fort was there, so he, he was here. Sorry. So yeah, no, that's a good answer. Uh, we likely lost it in the first period. Um, thought we had a good push back there in the second period. Uh, obviously, a lot of power plays helped that. Um, you know, if we make it 3-2 on those power plays instead of giving up that fourth goal at the end of the second period, I think it's a different game. We had plenty of opportunities to, to get back into that game. I, I could easily count five or six great A's throughout that second period. We just 
didn't go in the net for us. Went in the net for for Nottingham, and that's you know that's the difference in the game. You know they score in their opportunities. We don't. We lose the hockey game. Highlights highlights of that game are available from our good friends at Panthers TV with Jono Bullard and um, Dan Green. And we're going to start just to wrap things up there, guys. It's been um, it's it's a terrible day for um, the Elite League. is a terrible day for the, the Coventry Blaze. Um, there's only one real piece of news. We need to do news here. There's only one real piece of news, and we've covered it. If you want any information, I would go for, to the Elite League website uh, for more and for the league table. Three games for the Belfast Giants in the next seven days. Um, Simon, there's a game tomorrow night against Dundee. You just don't forget that. Uh, 7 p.m. This is the game that was rescheduled from uh, from the last unfortunate uh, last tragedy, but as the it's the game against Dundee that we should have played back in uh, in October. It's been rescheduled and it'll be Wednesday uh, Wednesday night 7 p.m. at the SSE Arena, and then two games against the Coventry Blaze um, Friday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. Uh, especially that Friday one, if you are going to the game, get there early. Uh, no doubt there will be. Um, a time to pay some respects to the sad loss of Kino. Um, so that's Wednesday 7 p.m., Friday 7 p.m., and Saturday 7 p.m. Dundee and Coventry are our two opponents. Um, any other business, boys? No, happy birthday, to David. Happy birthday, to David Goodwin, and happy birthday to my brother Jarlath. Share a birthday. birthday today. Hmm. Is Jarlath's birthday today? It is Jarlath's birthday today. It is. Good lad. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, just again, we, we uh, Blake's still in hospital in, in uh, Birmingham, and I think he's probably watching again tonight, even though it's way past his bedtime. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully hopefully he's uh, he's going to be home soon. And uh, I know he's still getting tests and what have you, so hopefully we man's on the mend and, and uh, back in Belfast soon. Absolutely, absolutely. Nothing from you, David. No, I mentioned little Felicity last week who was born at less than one pound weight and spent all that time in hospital, got home at the weekend and for her first weekend at home, mummy and daddy sat down to the webcast and listened to the dulcet tones of Simon Kitson along with oh, fabulous Mike, Mike, Mike Gendron and Mark Cooper, both excellent at the weekend. Really Mike Gendron? So, what did I say? Mike Gendron? I said Mike should I call them Bradley's ears? <laughs> I've lost it, man. But uh, yeah, Felicity was she got up to over five pounds weight. So mum keeps me um, um, updated on her on her weight games. But another little Belfast Giants fan, and she's home now. So that's great for the family. So that's my only bit of AOB. Lots of love to them. One last point for me. I, I got to the game on Saturday, and it was nice to bump into a lot of old friends and and new. Um, the uh, <laughs> What, what what were you shaking your head at, Simon? I was in great form. Ah, um, I know, but you used to, I could I could hear you, but you were so blurred. I just I need my glasses, mate. I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I've got eye test on Thursday, and I'm hoping I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna try and be glass glasses less next year. I'm, oh. I'm hopefully gonna go for laser treatment. All right, you going to see cathedral? Cathedral, I kind of go for yeah. <laughs> It was there, but it was nice to see old friends. Nice to see, uh, nice to see Hannah and the little baby and the little, oh, little yes. baby long. It was uh, nice to nice to meet them and uh, nice to some pe- people coming up and saying that they they listen to or watch a view from the bridge. And uh, it was really nice to to chat you and say hello. It's always lot. nice to hear nice things. <laughs> 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 I tell them not, not the way, 
not not not, not the waste of time. Why do you waste your time? Why do you waste your time? Yeah. It's like you, you got better things to do on a Tuesday night. But no, it is like people saying some very nice things, and it's very much appreciated. Um, big thanks to the Scott Finley for coming on, and of course to Kohei Sato. Uh, I won't be here next week. You're in the more than capable hands of these two gentlemen <laughs> here. Sakura, maybe Gareth Sakura Martin says. will join. Uh, <laughs> it, might be a, it might be a problem. I've got um I've got a, an event in Decathlon next Tuesday night, so hopefully I'm gonna be home in time. Um and then I go to Portugal on Wednesday morning. Wow. So work it out, I'm on holiday. The <laughs> but uh no doubt we'll whether the show will be a great we'll show. Pre-recording Monday says that's the way it is. Me. The um and wherever you are this weekend, <laughs> ten minutes show. Ten minutes show. Wherever you are whatever <laughs> Wherever you are this weekend, uh, we hope you enjoy your hockey. We'll catch you here next time on A View from the Bridge. But um, at this moment, we send all of our prayers to, to Kino. Sports Social Podcast Network.